genre. to the doctor's companion presents doctor who the long way round the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of doctor who one doctor at a time i'm nick jimenez i'm scott corelli and i'm cassandra Fredrickson. and today on the show we'll be discussing the back half of the evil of the daleks the second doctor's seventh story because this was a seven episode adventure mm-hmm. yes that's and a lot boy, of s's was it? <laughs> So, uh, in case you didn't listen to the first episode or whatever, uh, go back and do so. But just to recap, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do we, do we just start with oh, episode I'm not seven? To you, I'm talking to them. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking to me. No. <laughs> he just he just constantly what are you thinks doing? I'm, <laughs> thinks I'm yelling at him, and I'm not. <laughs> oh, what have I done? You are the second doctor to his Jamie. Holy crap. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, the, yeah, oh, man, I bet that totally happens. Where, like, the doctor is, like, like noodling with something, and he's like, God, this stupid thing. Jamie's like, what? What happened? I'm sorry. <laughs> what did I do like, now? Because he's, like, inspecting a chair or something. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the Evil of the Daleks, Part 4. Written by David Whitaker, directed by Derek Martinus, produced by Innes Lloyd. Air date, June 10th, 1967. Jamie and Kemmel fight. Kemmel is stronger, but Jamie is scrappy. During the fight, Kemmel falls out a window, but instead of leaving him there holding on for dear life, Jamie pulls him back inside the house, and they decide on a truce. Adalek sets up a trap using one of Victoria's handkerchiefs as bait. Jamie goes to pick it up, but Kemmel pushes him out of the way just as an axe swings down where he had been standing. The doctor explains to the Daleks that Jamie's mercy and courage have kept him alive so far. Waterfield discovers Toby's dead body and decides to finally take a stand against the Daleks, but Maxtable convinces him otherwise. They decide to hide the body in the barn, and Maxtable secretly brings a gun with him. As Waterfield turns to leave, Maxtable aims the gun at him, but Terrell, who has been hiding in the barn observing, stops him, saying that is not the plan. Jamie and Kemmel have teamed up to find and rescue Victoria from the Daleks, and the Doctor observes their movements on the various instruments. Later, Maxtable is trying to get the Daleks to uphold their end of the bargain and tell him some sort of secret information, but the Dalek refuses and tells him to obey. He reveals in a later conversation with Ruth that he is very close to discovering the alchemical formula for transmuting iron into gold. Meanwhile, Jamie and Kemmel fight some Daleks to get up to the balcony outside of Victoria's room. A secret panel slides open, and more Daleks advance on them. When we last left uh, Jamie, he was being uh, imposed upon by a uh, a big, uh, described in the wiki as a fearsome guy named Kemmel. 
But uh, with Jamie's accent, I, I always heard Kimmel, like Jimmy Kimmel, and it made me really happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wily and, Scotsman. Yeah. He, he like, he kind of, he, he quickly is like, oh, and this is all in a recreation, by the way, so there's no fight scenes. But yeah, he like, he's able to like run past him. Mm-hmm. But then, because he's the most human person in the universe, instead of like letting Kemmel fall or die, he like saves him from a booby trap. And so, of course, because it's Jamie, they become friends. Yeah. <laughs> They're BFFs now. The, the fight starts with Kemmel being like, I'm going to murder you and ends with them being like friends for the rest of the story. Yes. Definitely. It's very, um, um it's very Ian and Ixta from the Aztecs. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's wow, you're right. Yeah. That's two stories in a row. Yeah. What could be better? In which, uh, two stories in a row in which, uh, two male characters both revel in and, uh, overcome toxic masculinity. <laughs> Violence. They, they dive right in, they pull themselves out. And then they dive back in again. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This is the this is the episode that uh reveals that uh Maxtable wants the power of Rumpelstiltskin. Um uh, mm-hmm. he wants to turn metal into gold. <laughs> just, I just he just wants gold. He wants gold. It's, so bad. It's not he loves only gold. He loves only gold. <laughs> it's not used enough anymore in stories. Just a Midas like greed. <laughs> yeah. He wants to be Midas. He wants to be Rumpelstiltskin. Um, I love that he's I, just like an old school alchemist crazy person. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. A, he's a maniac, this yeah, guy. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. Um, I I love the scene where the Daleks are <laughs> the Daleks are telling telling the telling uh, Waterfield and and uh, and is it, I think it's Waterfield and Maxible and they're like telling them to dispose of a body and it's just. <laughs> Just like describing what to do with it, like to get rid of the body, and I'm like, "What? <laughs> what am I watching? <laughs> what are they talking about?" <laughs> oh man! Oh man! It's almost kind of I don't know. It almost becomes kind of like a like a like a crime story when the Daleks become involved because they never they never directly do things themselves. They always try and find humans to like manipulate and overpower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's always just this fuse of, like, how long do they have before they drive these people insane and make them, like, just flip a Dalek over? <laughs> so good. Um, I, so I, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm also, um, uh, you can play the game. Uh, with this uh, this particular episode of Spot the Episode in which the Doctor was on vacation. Mm, and, uh, yeah, it's this one. Um, <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I guess Troughton was on vacation. That's um, funny. Yeah, so this because it's a, a lot of Jamie Kemmel. It's a lot of J- Jimmy Kemmel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's J- the ship name, <laughs> Jamie Kemmel. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh jeez. We get uh, more Molly. I was really, I was really worried that Molly was dead at first. So I'm glad that she that she's still in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great. I love Molly. Yeah, she really rolls with it. She's like Jamie. Yeah, it's true. I honestly like. I would have been cool if they were just like, no, we'll, we're going to drop Victoria at home, but we're going to pick up Molly. <laughs> Molly's going to be the new companion. Yeah, it's always way more fun when like a blue collar underdog person gets to be a companion than like a member of the aristocracy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Molly, um, the actress who plays Molly was actually, she actually auditioned for uh, Victoria and didn't get the part, but they gave her Molly instead because they still liked her. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so. Well, good for her. Yeah, she was almost Victoria. Huh. In so much as she auditioned for it. <laughs> sure. Um, it's like how Rick Dalton was almost in uh, The Great Escape. Right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Um, yeah, I, th- this episode, this is like, uh, a bunch of, t- uh, Jamie tests, right? It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, one after it, the it's other. the doctor, it's the doctor being like proud from afar of Jamie. Mm-hmm. Look at my mm-hmm. boy. Mm. <laughs> this one is instinct. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an RPG. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh, he's like temples. Yeah. So like it's it's like the doctor's just like sitting behind a console describing what Jamie's doing, like what part of the human factor it is. And then and the dogs <laughs> are like, shut up. Keep going. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> We're, stop talking about it. Just give us answers. <laughs> like, like they in their minds, the answer is going to is like a formula, mm-hmm. like a geom, like a <laughs> not like a lesson that they have to learn. <laughs> Oh man, um, but yeah. So they like pre-recorded that stuff so he could be on vacation. But yeah, like Caroline Ford Latin last episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, we get a little bit of Maxtable, like starting to like show to like resist a little bit in this one. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, "Give me my gold." <laughs> You promised me gold. Please. He like gets on the ground and he's like begging them for gold. <sighs> ah. Oh man, I can't remember if there was okay, but I think there was an episode where um Maxwell's talking to a Dalek and the Daleks keep saying yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it it just it made me laugh a lot. <laughs> Cause that's kind of what I do, and I'm like kind of trying to actively listen. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but the guy, but the guy was like really upset. Maxwell was like freaking out. Yeah, I think that was this one. I think that was okay. I think it was when he was begging for his gold. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Jamie and Kemmel uh, ha- happen upon Victoria, a literal like damsel in a tower. And Jamie's like, "I was I was born to do this. We have to we have to, we have to rescue her." I'm the, I'm the most human person in the galaxy. Yeah. He's kind of like Link. He's reminding me a lot of Link in this story. Mm. Yeah, this is like a dungeon. Yeah, and Kemmel's like dungeon a summon level. that he has. Yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, and then episode four ends with, as they're about to uh, <laughs> climb up to the trophy room to save Victoria. A door opens and a Dalek comes out. And, they don't, and that's the cliffhanger dun, again. Dun, dun. Uh, Daleks love secret doors. They sure do. The Evil of the Daleks, part five. Written by David Whitaker. Directed by Derek Martinus. Produced by Ennis Lloyd. Air date, June 17, 1967. Jamie and Kemmel manage to push the Dalek off the balcony and it explodes. They finally find Victoria and barricade themselves in the room with her against the oncoming Daleks. Maxtable hypnotizes Molly the maid to forget that she heard anything regarding Victoria and tells Terrell to go get Victoria from where she's been imprisoned. Waterfield pleads with the doctor to stop the experiment, saying that once the Daleks have the human factor, they will be invincible, but the doctor refuses, saying it is too late to stop now. 
Jamie is regaling Victoria with the story of how they came to rescue her when the Daleks start trying to melt the door. While Kemal and Jamie are busy trying to shore up their defenses, Terrell sneaks into the room through a secret passageway and nabs Victoria. Jamie and Kemal follow, and Jamie and Terrell have a cool sword fight until they are discovered by the Doctor, Ruth, and Molly. The Doctor removes a small black box from around Terrell's neck, freeing him from Dalek influence, and tells Ruth to prepare a carriage and to get as far away from there as they can. Kemal finds Victoria unconscious in the lab. A Dalek shows up and orders him to put her in the time travel cabinet. Soon after, the Doctor and Jamie enter, and Jamie is very upset with the Doctor about going along with the Dalek's plan. But when it comes time to activate the three test Daleks with the human factor, the three test Daleks act like children, making the Doctor play trains with them. And episode five starts with a literal bang, because Kemmel, like, just chucks the Dalek off the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> it explodes. It falls off the balcony. And when we say balcony, <laughs> we just mean, like, from the second floor down to the first floor. Yeah, yeah. Like, imagine, like, a library... And, like, a ladder that you have to climb to get to the second, like, that high. Yeah. And he just knocks him off, and then ah! it explodes. I'm like, wow, that was easy. <laughs> um, Are they all going to be that easy to blow up? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the dollies do not look great in this story. Like, they look like, <laughs> they look like they're made of, like, household items. <laughs> sure. And uh, and I don't know if this was in your reconstruction, Scott, but in, in, in the ones that I watched... There were scenes of what looked like reboot the show era, like CGI Daleks. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that. Yeah, because I only watched I only watched the Terrence and Philip reconstruction for the first one because I wanted to watch it on my TV. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I loved I love I loved 1990 CGI Dalek a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, the the weird thing that these reconstructions do is where they like recreate scenes with like actors and like film stuff without yeah. showing their faces. Yeah, I don't you know. get like the arm of Patrick Troughton. Yeah, or like their legs, or like this woman who is definitely not Victoria with like hair in front of her face and a poofy dress, like mm-hmm. walking Just- behind a Dalek made of cardboard. Like it's really <laughs> weird. I don't know who made those, but uh, it was uh, distracting. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? I thought it was yeah. charming. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, the lengths that the fandom will go to, like... Yeah. Do yeah, this. I guess Definitely. Fair enough. It's like in the like, like the Raiders remake. Yeah. Because it's, it's not I, like these are, like, officially shank- sanctioned by the BBC. Like, somebody, like, put all of this together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still think that they're that they should make like a uh a uh, drunk history show where it's just people talking about classic episodes of doctor who and then they're being recreated yes. by famous people um that'd be amazing uh, especially if it's writers and the cast that are drunk yes <laughs> steven like moffat David, yeah oh my god and then <laughs> and then there was whales and then and uh it was the future, but Winston Churchill was still alive. Remember that? Remember? Doctor, we need your help. He was like no, on the I dirigible. Meant, I meant Stephen Moffat is drunk. Oh, that would be great. Classic Who stories. Yeah, talking about classic Who stories. That's, that would be amazing. Uh-huh. I feel like Stephen Moffat's like an angry drunk, though. I don't know if I want to see that. That's true. That. Yeah. I don't know. 
So this is uh, so we find out. So we get we get Jamie meeting Victoria, which I thought was great. You could sense their chemistry even through the reconstruction. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I, I want I want these two to be in a lot of adventures together. Mm-hmm. Well, you get uh, some adventures together. <laughs> uh, Terrell finds out that one guy that I, I always I thought he looked like Vincent Price, but you find out that he has like magnet powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's hearing like. Dalek's voices in his oh, head, which yeah. we all do. Is, is this the episode with the sword fight that I'm sad doesn't exist because I love sword fights in Doctor Who? <laughs> uh, is this the one with it? I think it might be. It might I think be. So yeah, I don't know. All I know is this is the one where Maxible hypnotizes Molly. God, what a oh, creepy yeah. dude! What a creepy he's so, dude! <laughs> he's so creepy. Oh man, yeah. A Dalek makes Kemmel like go into the time travel cabinet that they made. Oh, I love that they made their own like Victorian time machine. Yeah, that was a really cool feature. Yeah, no, I really like that. I mean, th- this whole episode is basically just like wrapping up the experiment because like the doctor's just like, I've gotten everything I need to make a human. Mm-hmm. It's the heart, and uh, and he hands it off to the Daleks, and everybody's freaking out about it because they're like. Why would you do this? They're going to be unstoppable. And the doctor is like, you think very highly of humans. <laughs> <laughs> Once they have the secret human stuff that's made us nigh undefeatable. <laughs> to be fair, these characters are like in the height of the British Empire. That's very true. Where it's like we are made from the gods. Yeah. West Expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. May the empire never die. Right. That's true. That is true. It's very true. I um, I love human factor Daleks. They're mm-hmm. my favorite. Oh my god! Thing. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so then, uh, a big crate opens up, and three <laughs> three fresh human factor Daleks come out, and uh, and uh, they just start they just start playing games with the Doctor. They pick him up and spin him around. <laughs> if that's the actual cliffhanger. That's the is, cliffhanger. Like, they pick him up. It's like, what are they doing? What are they doing? Oh, my God, I'm going to die. And they're like, wait, they're they're playing with me. They're like passing him around like a ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the and the, the cliffhanger is the doctor just tee-hee-heeing. Because <laughs> he's, he's having so much fun. He's like, I've dreamed of this day since the first time I met them. <laughs> Dizzy doctor. (laughs) I I can finally hug one. (laughs) Oh, man. It's one of my favorite cliffhangers. Oh, yeah. It's one of the greatest cliffhangers ever. It's just so weird. It sucks that yeah, and then we get we get totally more of uh, of Jamie being like over the doctor. He's pushed. His loyalty is pushed to the limits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it seems Uh, like he's working with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like uh, it's like Fate of the Furious, Scott. Yeah, it is Fate of the Furious. <laughs> You're exactly right. This is the Fate of the Furious. This episode. You don't turn your back on family, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> this is Fate of the Furious. Uh, Max Dibble is uh, Charlize Theron. Um, <laughs> the crocodile in the watering hole. Right. And uh, uh, West, uh, West, Westfield is uh, Waterfield. Waterfield is uh, 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 Shaw. Shaw? Oh, Shaw. Yeah, yeah. Shaw. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Waterfield is Shaw. Starts out as a bad guy. Uh, kills a man. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> saves a baby. <laughs> saves a baby. 
The Evil of the Daleks, Part 6, written by David Whitaker, directed by Derek Martinus, produced by Innes Lloyd. Air date, June 24, 1967. The Doctor is delighted with these human factor Daleks and names them Alpha, Beta, and Omega, and teaches them about friendship. Now that the experiment is over, all the Daleks are summoned back to Skaro, and the three leave as the Doctor and Jamie go to find Victoria. Maxtable finds a small gray box on the floor, and a Dalek scolds him for being too curious about it, and then orders Maxtable to go fetch the Doctor. Maxtable says that he will, only if the Daleks reveal a secret formula. Waterfield overhears all of this and confronts Maxtable about working with the Daleks this whole time. They fight, and Waterfield is knocked unconscious. The Dalek comes back and tells Maxtable that the gray box is a bomb, and to find the Doctor immediately. Panicked, he tries to find the Doctor, but can't and leaves through the cabinet with the Daleks just as Waterfield comes to. The Doctor and Jamie find him in time, and all three manage to escape through the time travel cabinet before the house explodes. Victoria, Kemmel, and Maxtable are being held in the cell in the Dalek city. The Doctor leads Jamie and Waterfield through the system of caves underneath the city. Maxtable yells at the Daleks for blowing up his house, but an alarm goes off and the Daleks figure out that there are other humans on the loose, which gives Victoria hope of another rescue. Meanwhile, human factor Dalek Omega runs into another Dalek and proudly declares that the Doctor is the one who named him. The other Dalek takes Omega somewhere else in the city. In the cell, Victoria and Kemmel hear Maxtable scream in pain from somewhere off-screen, and then Victoria is summoned to undergo whatever torture awaits her. The Doctor, Jamie, and Waterfield hear her screams from their tunnel. They encounter a Dalek claiming to be Omega, but the Doctor figures out that it is a fake and pushes it off a cliff. Maxtable and Victoria are returned to their cell, Victoria upset at Maxtable for hurting her arm and making her scream as bait for the Doctor and the rest. The Doctor and company are eventually discovered and summoned to the Emperor Dalek. The Doctor gloats that the three human factor Daleks will soon inspire an uprising and that the Daleks are finished. The Emperor Dalek says that the true goal in discovering the human factor was so they could isolate the Dalek factor, what makes a Dalek the Dalekiest. While holding the TARDIS hostage, the Emperor Dalek commands the Doctor to spread the Dalek factor across the entire history of Earth. So, uh, episode six starts with the Doctor still being, like, pushed around by the Daleks. Uh, he names them Alpha, Beta, and Omega. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think kind of a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. And this is this is also proof, and I'm, I'm still holding this grudge from the early days of the show, where uh, there is a villain named Omega, and we pronounced it as such in that episode because that's his name and then we got complaints from uk listeners where they're like his name's not omega it's omega and uh actually i'm not i'm actually i take that back i don't want to assume they're uk listeners i think uk listeners are smart enough to know the difference pretty sure this was an american listener who corrected us about the pronunciation but it's actually just an accent it's 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 an accent they they pronounce it alpha beta and omega but it's it's Alpha Beta Omega. Like that's it's just a British accent, guys. <laughs> anyway. I would have preferred Huey Dewey Louie. Well. Uh Harry Larry Curly Moe. <laughs> well <laughs> Yeah, because uh Patrick Troughton's already shemp. So Yeah, oh my god, you're right. Wow. <laughs> uh Benny and the Jets. Like there's two jets. <laughs> uh I really, I, I wish this was the rest of the episode. They so the 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 human factor Daleks 
all speak and like, hey, hey, which is like, like, hey, humans, we love you. And it is so much scarier than the regular Daleks. Dizzy, dizzy doctor. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, they're like spinning in circles because they they're playing dizzy. Like they're on a like they're three three years old at, at the park. Mm-hmm. I would kill. I would really want. I would want. I want these Daleks to go bad. I, I want thought, them I to stay were, childlike. What were we going to say? I thought you were going to say I would literally kill for these Daleks. Oh no, that's me. I would, like, yeah, <laughs> I would die for them. Oh, that would, yeah, if 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 they were like the Alpha Fives. Where like they just stayed in the TARDIS and they were always like, "Oh, Jamie, <laughs> these Daleks should have become the new companion." <laughs> what is Pompeii? Yeah, they just always learn about. <laughs> just one of them. The other two. The other two go on to do whatever it is they go on to do. But one of them becomes a companion. I think mm-hmm. should have been held yeah. descended. Like the new canine is a Dalek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just imagine. Well, it would have been the first canine. Yeah, just imagine. <laughs> Yeah, the OG. Um, just re- imagine, like, Jamie having to deal with <laughs> playing second fiddle to a Dalek. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Jamie's actually the canine. And yeah, the Dalek Jamie, is Jamie the, would be the tin dog. Oh. Yeah. The little tin dog. <laughs> but, yeah, I would be really into, like, like in the new Child's Play, like, if, if, the Dal- if these Daleks were murdering people but still, like, with a childlike innocence, I think that would be really scary. <laughs> If they thought it was like a game, if they were like trains, but then they like run people like, over, crush, yeah, yeah, run people oh over. Oh my god, Daisy. <laughs> Maybe I'm just in a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys? What did you guys think of the Dalek city? Scarrow? Did they? Oh yeah, they go. Did they go to Scarrow? I yeah. thought there was like a city under the ground. Okay, oh, no, they I went to they went to Scarrow. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh... It's uh, you know, it's Scarrow. It's it's a bunch of hallways, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like it always is. Sure. Um, uh, at least in Classico, uh, anyway. And then, uh, and then we're introduced to the do- the the Daleks bring Doctor and Jamie and Waterfield to meet uh, the the Emperor Dalek. Yeah, the Emperor Dalek. And then we find out that the true plan was to uh, take the human factor. Check that out, put it in Daleks, and then realize what they could fully remove to add like an extra Dalek factor <laughs> to humans. And so, like, they're going to put the Dalek factor into humanity on Earth using time travel so that, like, everybody's just a Dalek and then nobody's a threat. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's classic Dalek to be like, oh, you thought, well, no, we actually think the only thing that's keeping you guys from being perfect is more of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But the only way to figure that out is to f- find the human stuff and then take that out of there and replace it with Dalek stuff. So, yeah, we're helping you out. This why, is like didn't a they whole... just, why didn't they just replace everything with Dalek stuff to begin with? I don't know. I think they thought it would be funny to make Alpha, Beta, and Omega. I mean, yes, I agree. <laughs> I, they were I, right. <laughs> they were they're, right. They they are precious and must be protected. But like, for real, <laughs> body, <laughs> friends, yeah. friend. I just thought they were super creepy. <laughs> no, I love them. I think they're adorable. <laughs> I want I want uh, stuffed animals of all of them. <laughs> they don't die in this one. I don't think. Right? No, they all die. Yeah, they all die. All of them. Every <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> 
I would, would oh man, this would have been the perfect opportunity to introduce like the the uh, the Apple branded uh, Daleks. Like, oh yeah, the Power Ranger Daleks. Yeah, the power have the have the Power Ranger Daleks be Alpha Beta o- Omega. Like, oh, that would snap. be great. Yeah, old friend. <laughs> it would have been so good. Dizzy, dizzy. That's like a really deep cut reference. <laughs> Just. Which can you one? Imagine, no, just like, can you imagine all the new Whovians just watching that episode and being like, oh, what are okay. they talking about? <laughs> Why are they acting like this? Remember yeah. that mansion, the, the guy, that man loved gold? You had a big bushy beard. <laughs> <laughs> you named us, Doctor. Just, rem- just a reference an episode that literally doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I can't remember why they came back in Victory of the Daleks. So, I mean, it, it can't it can't be that much worse. That's true. <laughs> That's fair. They just come out of a just come out of a wormhole or something, right? Isn't that always the answer? They just come out of a wormhole. Yeah, they just show up. They do stuff. They, show up. <laughs> they should just do what they did with the Master and just stop even explaining it. Mm-hmm. Seriously, yeah. they're back. I think they mostly have. I I mean, the reason that they the only reason that they made the Apple Daleks was because of uh, they needed taller Daleks. Uh, because they didn't want to not look intimidating next to uh, Amy. Yeah, Karen no, next oh, to Amy because yeah, because yeah, she's so freaking tall. That's fair. Ah, she just what I mean, is this? It looked like I mean, she would, when she would like stand next to the old ones, it would just look like she was like next to like a trash can or something. <laughs> Which she was. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The Evil of the Daleks, Part Seven. Written by David Whitaker, directed by Derek Martinus, produced by Ennis Lloyd. Air date, July 1st, 1967. The Doctor refuses and is brought to the holding cell where Victoria and her father are finally reunited. Maxtable begs for the secret to transmutation, and the Daleks give him a demonstration with a machine. Obsessed, Maxtable walks through an archway and is given the Dalek factor, mentally converting him into a Dalek. While the others sleep, Maxtable hypnotizes the Doctor into walking through the archway. Everyone wakes up just in time to see the Doctor also seemingly converted into a Dalek. Maxtable leads the Doctor to the machine that controls the process of implanting the Dalek factor, and the Doctor switches something out while Maxtable is not looking. Once Maxtable leaves, the Doctor wakes Jamie up and tells him to get everyone to walk through the archway, and a Dalek shows up to lead the Doctor to the Emperor Dalek. The Doctor, still pretending to be converted, says that all the Daleks should undergo the conversion so the human factor Daleks can be reset. Daleks begin passing through, and the Doctor encourages the other prisoners to as well. The Doctor reveals he has made it so that the machine is implanting the human factor instead, and everyone passes through unharmed. Soon, Daleks start questioning and fighting other Daleks, and a civil war breaks out, helped along by the Doctor. In the midst of the fighting, Waterfield sacrifices himself to save the Doctor, and the Doctor promises he'll look after Victoria. The Emperor Dalek is destroyed, Maxtable pushes Camel off a cliff, and the Doctor, Jamie, and Victoria escape to the TARDIS as Scarrow burns. So yeah, so in episode 7, the Doctor is like, no, that would suck. Can't <laughs> have that. Don't do that. And they're like, we're going to test it right now. Oh, uh, I got up. And then uh, they, they make uh, Maxtable uh, a Dalek person. Yeah. They yeah. give him the Dalek gene, and instead of gold, he just wants to kill people. Yeah, yeah. They replaced his love of gold with 
<laughs> Dalek parts. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> to be fair, that was that was a huge debilitating factor of his personality. It, it his was. thirst for gold. His thirst for gold was a lot. Um, <laughs> it was a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, the the doctor like the doctor like tries to convince his new buddies to uh, to kill the emperor Dalek. And then, uh, yeah. and then the Emperor Dalek is like, "I'm gonna kill you first. And then Waterfield like jumps in and like saves the Doctor, and the Doctor's like, "Kill, kill, kill!" He's yeah. like, "You saved my life," and <laughs> you, he, saved, he saved my life. And then the, the Waterfield was like, oh, "It's a life worth saving." And I just wanted the Doctor to just be like, "Well, actually, I can easily regenerate." So this was a stupid <laughs> move. <laughs> no, no, actually, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I could have taken that hit and become a new man. Can you imagine, like, in a season where they already regenerated, like, he just, like, has three adventures and is just like, okay, bye. Or, like, a (laughs) seven. But, like... I've always thought that would be such a baller move if they had a doctor and then just, like, two episodes and he's out and he just regenerates again. (laughs) Like, they get someone huge to get, like, friggin'... Idris Elba. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but then it's only for like three episodes. Yeah. yeah. So she's, yeah. So he's like, take care of my daughter, please. Take her on. Show her the world. Mm-hmm. Show her adventures. He's like, okay, I guess so. I mean, she's, the- <laughs> I guess I don't really have a choice now. Thanks for that. <laughs> so he saddles the doctor. <laughs> he saddles the doctor with his daughter. <laughs> you think maybe he just like killed himself to just be like, I I don't want to be a dad anymore. This is a lot. I'm, oh, no. I'm really I'm really bad at this. I'm really bad at this. It was it was it was fine when the when the wife was around, but like now I'm the wife and the mom and the dad and the this is a lot. I'm I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. That's so I was, sad. I was the I was the sole parent for, for like a couple of months and Daleks took over our lives. <laughs> I just, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm done. Dad they of the year. Her and, yeah, they imprisoned her and monitored her weight for like weeks. <laughs> yeah. Why were they monitoring her weight? <laughs> Did they ever explain that? Like why they were no. monitoring her? Okay. You're down 15 pounds. They're just being assholes. Oh, man. To the ounce. Yeah, imagine a robot frequent coming in and telling you just how what <laughs> you weigh periodically. <laughs> periodically throughout the day. That sounds like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> no. Oh man. Um, oh, big no. fat intrusive robot. <laughs> so Waterfield's dead. Scaro blows up in Maxable throws Kemmel over a cliff. This this uh this bit where Scaro is like like blowing up and the and the Emperor Dalek is like dying. Um it is uh in the reconstruction, it is intense. <laughs> yes. Oh my, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's like saving Private Ryan. It's like yeah, or like no, it's not it's like uh it reminds me of um uh what is the uh what's the other one? The one from the seventies with uh Martin Sheen, Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. Yeah, that's what it reminds yeah, me of. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of smoldering Dalek carcasses and on fire. And a fire. lot of crossfades, like, <laughs> like yeah, that's cross, true. Crossfades of like the dying eyes of Daleks. The horror. Yeah. Oh man, it is intense. Dizzy, <laughs> dizzy, dizzy, <doctor>. dizzy. <laughs> 
would have been awesome if one of the one of if if Alpha Beta or Omega had been dying and she's just like Dizzy, Dizzy, Dalek, and then no! dies. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, I love them. <laughs> and then we see the final end of the Daleks. They really drill it home. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is he? What does he say at the end? Like, and so ends the Daleks forever. He says. He says that ah, the final end of the Daleks. The final end. The final end. Um, so, and that, that will be the last time that we see the Daleks. That is uh, sixty-seven, and that's the last time we see the Daleks until seventy-two. So five years. Okay. Yeah. Five years. So, like, I guess, you know, about as about as long as they're waiting for, like, Batman movies these days. Yeah. It's true. Um, you know? <laughs> or or Spider-Man reboots. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, that's uh, that's it. That's Evil of the Daleks. Um, it is uh, – it's it's heartbreaking that it it doesn't exist. And I, I hope that they do an animated – uh adaptation of it at some point um mm-hmm. and uh i hope that the animation studio they choose is uh actually a good one uh cuz i'm i'm really i appreciate that they're doing anything but man these these flash animation garbage it's just like yeah animated for real you, guys come you, on you can't help but especially with this episode the mind can't help but wander into what could be because the the sets in this are so atmospheric and like the setting is like you have the victorian mansion and then you have scarrow and there's just so many i don't know like like, imagine like a mike mignola kind of style being implemented you know yeah yeah heck yeah um so anyway uh that's the evil of the daleks uh it was uh that's 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 one of the best ones i think one of the best dalek stories for sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really great use of the daleks Mm -hmm. they're they're equally scary and funny (laughs) <laughs> which is all you ever want from the dollar. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a, it's a good time. So I think, uh, I guess that, uh, wraps us up here. Yeah. Be sure to check out our Facebook group, the doctor's companion listening, gr- listener, listeners group, listening group is way weirder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're always listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even, even join, I guess they are even during the hiatus. We always had like fun, like, you know, anytime you see like a Doctor Who related Facebook or a, you know social media thing or meme or uh, news thing, yeah, it's always fun to share and talk about it with the listeners. Uh, help us out on Patreon, duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, we're getting the machine rolling again. We're coming back with this show. Lord of the Rings Minute's coming back. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Minute is in full swing, no pun intended. <laughs> Cornetto Minute starting to wake back up again. It's a great time to hop back on the support train. So uh, our Patreons are great way to do that go to tpublic duelinggenre.com slash merch is our tpublic store i love tpublic find, find a lot of cool designs and stuff uh even stuff that is on our channel it's really great uh duelinggenre.com slash amazon if you're on amazon uh it helps us out uh jeff pay your people more uh be sure to go next time <laughs> check us out the claws of axis third doctor oh, kung fu action yeah. karate chops Right? Does he fight? Does he karate chop in the claws of axis? I haven't seen. It. I, I assume so. It's pretty. I, yeah, but 
Um, it's uh, it's one of those episodes. There is a um, hobo on a bicycle, and I don't remember why I know that, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> there is. I remember that. Um, uh, anyway, Claws of Access. It's uh, it is it is a it is a story that exists. Yes, sure. See you next and week. we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.